When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast that explores the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we have reached book seven, (laughs) Dear Sister. But we'd like to begin this episode with a serious apology. Karen, can you say who we're apologising to? We would like to apologise profusely to Danny Stauffer and Mandy Farmer. Because? (laughs) Turns out. (laughs) They live! (laughs) In the last episode, Dangerous Love, we were mentioning these characters who suddenly popped up out of nowhere. We just wrote them off. We were like, well, we're never going to hear about these two again. And And lo and behold. There we go. The very next book, they made fools of us by showing up. (laughs) They really did. So we're we're so sorry, Danny and Mandy, for doubting your continued existence. Apologies. (laughs) Apologies. Danny's Danny's upped his game. He has. He really has. He's making an effort. You know. Too much of an effort. A little bit. (laughs) Mandy is silent. But clearly, just, just still there. <laughs> She's still hanging in there with Winston. <laughs> Not for long. Mm. Um, but now we've got that apology out of the way. Yes. I think we can get on with the very also serious business of discussing this mighty work of this. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> my notes, I'm not joking, are 2,500 words oh long. Oh, God. So, uh, Karen, how can we describe... The cover of this book, before we even go into the blurb. Yeah, okay. So yeah, we've got Jessica Wakefield. I think this is probably the first cover that she's not actually up to something. Yeah, she's not scheming. She's actually not. i got a devious glint in her eye. She's actually quite mournful she's looking. She's somber. Even it's very un Her hair looks more ash blonde yeah. than golden blonde. Like she's going grey. Mm. She's very serious. She is. And she's clutching a picture frame. <laughs> a beautiful black and white photo of Elizabeth. And we know, yeah, we know it's serious because it's black and white. Oh, yeah. They are not messing around. No. Um, in fact, you can just see the hint of a lavalier oh, in behind the picture frame. Oh, so you can. Yeah. Didn't even notice there that. There you go. Be- details. Beautiful <laughs> gold picture frame. Yeah. And the the tagline on the cover is, Can Jessica face life without Elizabeth? <sighs> And could you read the one in the back? So we move to the back and our little line is A Senseless Tragedy. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, my God. Oh, it really is. Well, <laughs> senseless is a word <laughs> that you to describe yep. every <laughs> single book. <laughs> um, so here's the, the big blurb. Sweet Valley is stunned by the news. 
beautiful young Elizabeth Wakefield lies in a coma on the brink of death after a horrible motorcycle accident. <gasps> Elizabeth's boyfriend Todd is consumed by guilt. He was driving and escaped unharmed. He feels totally helpless. All he could do is wait for a change in Elizabeth's condition. A change that might mean the loss of the only girl he's ever loved. But no one is more shattered than Elizabeth's twin, Jessica, as she keeps watch over the silent body of her sister. <laughs> She's overwhelmed by despair. Without Elizabeth, can life go on? Oh my God. Can it? Sweet What's going to happen? Sweet Polly is going to fall into a hellmouth like the end of Buffy and Wakefield dies. It's all over, you guys. Though, the thing is about this blurb is that this blurb kind of describes like the first 10 pages of oh, the yeah. book. And that's like, it. it just leaves out everything else <laughs> yeah. that actually happens. All the good stuff yeah. is is left out. Yeah, it's actually much more exciting than this blurb makes it out to be. Yeah, this blurb makes it look like it's just the two of them sitting over waiting around in a hospital room. And it's like, no, you guys. No. <laughs> so much good stuff. <laughs> so much more. Yeah. Um, though it... Uh, now, a listener, uh, Elisa, I hope we're pronouncing your name right, O'Donovan, did tweet us. Oh, that's right. Um, to say that she is, uh, she works with people with acquired brain injuries. And just going to say in advance. We can only apologise. We can only apologise. Yeah. <laughs> On behalf of, actually, why are we apologising? Francie, yeah. Pascal and Kate it's her fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is not, I'm no expert. Oh, God. But like, I think we could safely say this is not yeah. a realistic no, sense of depiction. This is more happens. from the, uh, the Sunset Beach School of Medicine, <laughs> more so than based on any kind of reality. But speaking of the Sunset Beach School of Medicine, mm. I'm pretty sure that's where the doctor... Oh my God. Yeah. This doctor. Oh, what did, is happening with Share him? a bit of his bedside manner. Okay, yeah. So like the book does open in the hospital. Um, everyone's freaking out because Elizabeth is still in a coma. Yes. But... We're kind of, we're introduced to Jessica just, you know, pleading with Elizabeth to wake up. Mm. And then Elizabeth's doctor comes in and he is the most inappropriate oh my person Lord. ever. It's He's crazy. a disgrace. He <laughs> should be struck off. He should be put on the same register he as Mr. Collins. should. Like he, the first thing he says to her, Miss Wakefield, yes, I could see the resemblance. You're both beautiful. Uh, like, what, what are you her doing? Her sister's in a coma, what you, are you doing? gross weirdo. Yeah. And, uh... And then he gives her sort of a pep talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he kind of like grabs her by the shoulder, oh yeah, he's gently shakes shaking her. her. Then he like He is breaking so many rules. Suddenly Dr. Edwards' hands were cupping her face, forcing her to look up. Like, get off her. She is oh, 16. Yeah. Seriously. She should be ringing Step a bell. Away. A literal yeah. like is there a panic button anywhere yeah. in that room? Because there, goddamn. There should be. Oh my god. Oh, everywhere in Sweet Valley, to be perfectly honest. And but this is like page four. Like it, it only gets yeah. as far as there, and he's already done like three super inappropriate. <laughs> Like, like putting some uh, what is some sort doing? of inquiry. Yeah, <laughs> I have questions. Yeah, there should be a lot of inquiries. <laughs> yeah. So many things. Um, so yeah, he just tells her to talk to her. Yeah, talk to Jack. Talk to 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 Liz. To Liz. And then he's like, anger and frustration in his face. Jessica, doctors can keep people alive with medicine, but we can't will them com- to come back to us. It's like. This is so unprofessional. Why are you saying all this? She's a child. So it's on you, basically, to bring her back. It's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just do it as a 16-year-old dumbass rather than the neurosurgeon. God, I hope I never end up in that hospital. Oh, my God. Um, So, yeah, Jess spends about five pages just talking to to this. She does a bit of recapping. 
She does, she does a bit, yeah. <laughs> she recaps the last few books. Oh, God. Um, sometimes she sort of gives out to Liz. Like she's, yeah, she's like, darn it, Liz, wake up. You yeah. absolutely cannot do this to me. She kind of gives out to her for a while. And then like Dr. Edwards is there behind her and he's like, <laughs> this is not what I had in yeah. mind. Which is actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. um, but then he ruffles her hair. <laughs> Stop touching her. Hands to yourself. Yeah. John Edwards. And uh, then he just says, like, talk about your life and uh, that will bring her out of it. No promises, Jessica. Maybe yes, maybe no. Just the worst doctor ever. Everything about him. Um, And then she literally starts bombarding Liz with memories. And the first thing that Jessica reminds her of is, remember the time I tried to take Todd away from you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> memories wow. the corner of my mind oh, remember that time I had to fuck up your life and Todd's for no good reason <laughs> happy <Aww>. days <laughs> crazy times yeah <laughs> like she basically oh, goes on about like the last uh, couple of books pretty much yeah talks about Enid um, yeah I promise I'll never make another crack about Enid ever well yeah, yeah. see yeah. how long that yeah. lasts we'll see <laughs> um, and then it works it works. It does. Dr. Edward's life or t- advice actually is effective <laughs> yeah. miraculously. Uh. So she just wakes up and that's it. That's all she needed. Yeah. With some inane chat about <laughs> Enid and Todd. <laughs> and uh, the next thing we see, it's uh, sometime later and Liz is, uh, well, she's recovering, but... Things are, she's she's not herself, is she? No, she's not. Mm. When Liz, when Jess comes in, she's Liz is in tears. Yeah, but it's not for any reason you might think. No, like any normal, regular Liz-like reason. No, it's because she's 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 not beautiful she's, enough. Yeah, she's freaking <laughs> out because she's in a hospital gown and not I don't know her usual radiant self, I guess. And she's not wearing a sexy nightgown. Nightgown, like she's sixteen. What sixteen-year-old has a sexy nightgown? Stop that. <laughs> um, luckily, Jess has brought like an entire makeup bag. Yeah, she got the whole kit. Makeup, cologne, lotion, cologne. everything. Cologne. Cologne. Oof. Anyway, um, so she's, uh, yeah, she's going to beautify yeah, Liz. Yeah, she gives her a little hospital bed makeover. But then Liz starts piling on the slap. Uh, blusher, deeper lip gloss, more mascara, liner and shadow. She's going sort of full drag race I'm, much, I'm here yeah. for it like but bit of contouring yes. just really go for it <laughs> but she's uh, yeah she she rejects uh, her favourite nightshirt that's which, right yeah which Jess has brought but anyway like once you put all that makeup on you can't change your clothes anyway really yeah you'd just be coated all in <laughs> just smushed all over your face <laughs> very unsexy mm, yeah um, but anyway poor old Todd arrives and gets short shrift yeah, she kind of just gives him the brush off. Yeah. Um, she just has no interest in talking to Todd. And she's like flirting with creepy doctor. Oh, <laughs> God, who, like, don't, I'm sure was, do that. is going along with it. Like, <laughs> the thrilled. weirdo he is. Yeah. Um, so th- then cuts to three weeks later, which is quite a big jump for Sweet it Valley. It's quite the time jump, actually. Yeah. yeah. And um, Liz is home. She is. But she's still, she's, she's bored. Still she's acting weird, yeah. She's uh, she's rejecting books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her favourite. She's got a giant banner that says, Welcome home, Liz. But it's it's not enough no. to cheer her up. Um, but she wants to throw a pool party. 
and her idea for this party <laughs> is quite insane. It's, yeah. Can you share what it is? So, yeah, she wants to have a pool party, which kind of straight away is more of a Jessica thing anyway. True. But she wants to have a pool party where they just invite all the boys from school. And no girls. And no girls at all. And even Jessica's kind of like, I don't know about this. <laughs> Like she's out Jessica in Jessica. And, uh, yeah, because even Jess is just like, mm, really? Yeah. Why invite any of, the, any of the girls, Jess? Can't the Wakefield sisters handle all these guys by themselves? <laughs> it's like, is this a sex party? Yeah, like, what? It's, it's so weird. Like, is that a thing that somebody would just want? Like, oh, I mean, as somebody who fancy boys like I can't imagine wanting a party with just me that and like terrifying. 20 random <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so stressed out and Jessica actually admits that or thinks it's the kind of party she'd always wanted oh why why <laughs> why it seems very awkward like who would you yeah. like is it like it just speed dating but with just the two of them or something <laughs> and <all these laughs> just working their way around the pool in their house the lads. and by the way uh, this is just a bit of foreshadowing for three books on when Jessica bullies a girl to the brink of suicide because she's supposedly easy. Yeah. That Jessica is, and like by easy, and I am putting this in inverted commas, you can't see it. It basically means she's had lots of boyfriends. It basically means she's acting like Jessica. Yes. But doesn't live in a fancy split level fucking right. house. <laughs> that is literally <laughs> it. pretty much So it, Jessica like. is not only a horrendous slut shaver, she's <laughs> giant, giant hypocrite. Yep. Um, so yeah Liz is persuaded not to they're just going to have an ordinary pool party yeah um, and uh, Liz is now wearing she's got a sexy satin nightgown she does she does <laughs> like why <laughs> that sounds so uncomfortable I like know. your home convalescing like, yeah you want some nice pyjamas get like. a t-shirt and it's like an old t-shirt yeah. and some pyjama bottoms comfy bitch that's <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the journey of t-shirts yeah. that they go from being your favourite t-shirts yeah. to your pyjama tops. Absolutely. That's, that's the, how it goes. The yeah. way the world works. It I is. thought. I mean. No. Not in Sweet Valley. <laughs> no. Apparently. So Todd arrives uh, but Liz doesn't want to see him even though she's wearing the sexy nightgown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sexy nightgown and all. She's just not having it. No. Um, yeah. So she kind of makes up what is it? She gets Jessica to sort of tell make him. Make some sort of fob him off. Yeah. And Jessica actually feels sorry for him because she Liz hasn't really given him a reason. So Jessica is actually feeling sorry for him yeah. and lies and says, oh, she's not allowed to have any visitors. Until she goes back to school, which is like for another week or something. Yes. But by the way, where is Enid? Where is Enid? That's a good point. My notes here just say, Where's he? Because I'm like, did I miss something? Explain yourself, Enid. <laughs> yeah. She over the George Warren. She hasn't even called over to see her supposed best friend. Hmm. Um, so there's an amazing bit where Jessica is talking about, you know, uh, how, oh, Liz loves school. She'll be back at school soon. She'll go back to normal. And meanwhile, I have to finish a book report on Moby Dick. And she says, <laughs> I mean, really, Todd, who cares about whales? Todd did but he let the comment slide by <laughs> so cute oh little Todd he's just like leave my whales alone <laughs> just sheds a single oh, tear just... for the mighty humpback save the whales you guys oh poor little Todd it's quite endearing the thing is with this book is that Todd is quite sympathetic in it he is because like 
he feels really, really guilty. He does, as he, the blurb yeah. said, he feels really guilty. He, and he, he thinks she like blames him. It's all yeah. He feels like it's all his fault, and that she doesn't want to talk to him because she blames him, whereas she just doesn't want to talk to him because she's just being a fucking wagon. For this <laughs> book, basically, this is perfect summary. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, then uh, Liz ends up, or Jess ends up, having to to make dinner that night, and it's like, how did Liz always do it? Mm. Realising Liz was the one who always had to do all those get chores. started and stuff, yeah. yeah. Well, this is, get ready for more, yeah. Jessica. because the start of it. It really <laughs> is. So, um, yeah, Je- Liz returns to school. And I don't know, is this spoiling an outfit? No. To say what she's wearing? It's, it's not really, because it's, it's a green mini dress. That's all. Like, you need more detail for it to really... That is worthy of an outfit. worthy of yeah. notable outfits but, yes, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah it's a green mini dress so you know that, that could be really nice for all we know that's true <laughs> you know? And, but Jessica is wearing a very un-Jessica like outfit she's in like her it's little button down and jeans like she, it's she's like they basically dressed as of. Elizabeth she, yeah they're kind of yeah in drag as each other yes and the thing is like we know it's spoiler alert we know that Liz is acting like Jess but yeah. it seems a bit strange that Jess un- unasked for yeah. is dressing is kind of toning down her own outfits when Unique it's not something style. she'd normally wear at all mm. yeah that's weird so they arrive at school in the Fiat Spider oh, which turns out is <laughs> amazing oh my god thank you listener Gabby <laughs> who, yeah. who emailed us at svhpodcast at gmail.com Yay. and she sent us a, a picture of a Fiat Spider and it's a <laughs> they're fucking amazing gorgeous like a really cool yeah. little nippy sort of retro sports yeah, car it's deadly like I literally thought it was like a little boxy kind of I thought it was like a Fiat hatchback yeah. from the age like I was just yeah. like just you know it's kind of shit but it's red and it's convertible so yeah. grand yeah <laughs> that's really what I really thought cool. oh my lord so can't yeah. blame her for zooming off that yeah. but uh, when they arrive at the school uh, Enid runs up there she is wherever she's been we don't find out oh, yeah. and it is. she flings herself on Jess that's right, yeah. She thinks Jessica is Elizabeth because of her dowdy dud shirt. <laughs> also, there is actually a fantastic bit when they arrive at school where even parking, it's like they're so amazing at everything. Jessica <laughs> pulled the car into a spot in the student spark in the student parking lot with her usual flourish. It's like, like, how do you park with a flourish? Sort of like, what do you mean, like a Does she just like skid kind of into it? Like <laughs> side raise it. Fucking Fast and the Furious are way into the oh, car park. Oh my lord, I wish we could see this. Parking with a flourish, just like, I, I want to see that. I know. Um, and But Liz uh, doesn't bother to mention the flourish. She just runs off. and yeah, uh, she's out of there. <laughs> she runs like the wind. And um, Enid doesn't get to see her. And then Mr. Collins... Uh, encounters uh, Liz and thinks that it's Jess. Yeah. This kind of happens throughout the day yes. to them. But this gives us a chance. This encounter gives us one of the most inappropriate <laughs> lines of the entire book. Would oh you God. care to share it? Okay. Uh, yeah. So it kind of gives us the little spiel about how Roger Collins everyone is like, loves him. the most popular teacher at school. Uh, but okay, not only because he was interesting in class. In fact, most of the girls would have loved a little after-class attention from this teacher. Oh, my <laughs> God! Like, seriously! <laughs> so inappropriate. Oh, and the thing is, is like, Mr. Collins, you... Oh. <laughs> well, I suppose he hasn't actually done he anything to... actually done anything, but, thing, but it's just... The genuinely dodgy oh. thing about that is, is they, they were sort of giving a message to 
10 year olds who are reading oh this God. that a little after hours attention <laughs> from a teen is like a good thing that's so wrong and don't, don't gross but the, there is a genuinely amazing part in at the end of this scene because Liz uh, has been going on about how there's all sorts of gorgeous doctors and interns and some of the d- nurses aren't all that bad in case you're interested. <laughs> Even Mr. Collins is kind of gobsmacked by this yeah. insanity. And then when um, when she struts off, Mr. Collins goes, Welcome back, Elizabeth? <laughs> Question mark. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth's in italics. It is amazing. It's so good. Um, so yeah, everybody's confused by the new new look Liz. Yeah, no one knows what the hell is going on. No, and uh, Alice has bought her loads of new clothes. She has. She's bought her like a whole new wardrobe. So she's got like one new outfit after another. Um, and Jess is, is a, bit, a bit jealous. Yeah. Um, but she's looking forward to their pool party. Yes. And it's happening on Saturday night and they spend sun- she spends Saturday at the beach this is Jess playing volleyball working on her tan and feeling sorry for everyone who didn't live in Southern California. Oh, oh. So smug. I know. <laughs> well like oh when you've got skin cancer from just like <laughs> never using any sunscreen and sitting out in the sun all day I'll feel sorry for you yeah. Jessica. You wrinkled so. old hag. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, but Je- Todd Todd Feedwell is still miserable he's at the beach and he's, he just can't enjoy himself but Ted or Jess has no she can't she has no time for, for this she has to get ready for the party she's got shit to do and she's got to do it on her own yeah because Liz is swanning around them all she's like oh get started about me I'll oh the tables have turned mm, yes classic Jessica move it is and Jessica is left to make what sounds like a completely repellent dip oh god yeah out of Onion, onion soup mix. mix. Is that like a cup of soup? I don't know. It it's hardly like awful. condensed soup, like Campbell's. Ugh. I don't know. But she also talks to herself a lot while she's Ooh, getting stuff ready. She, she does. She's, and she's, she sort of sounds a bit like there's a lot of old-timey gangster talk in this book, by there the way. There is quite a bit. And Jess does a bit here, uh, here where she, should she hang, when Liz makes her excuses from the mall and hangs up. Um, Jess goes... Well, how'd you like that? <laughs> she wants me to do all the work. <laughs> so then, yeah, she is talking to herself all about, like, wow, for about three pages. Yeah, like, she's having full-on conversations and laughing away at stuff she says. It's like, and it's like, dude, chill. It's like a sort of Shakespearean soliloquy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's all, she's all sweaty and red-faced because she's been doing so much work. Mm. And then Liz comes in and... St- Jumps in the shower. Yeah, she just skips on up the stairs, doesn't help or anything, just like legs it into the shower and starts getting ready. I did assume, because she's like, ah, Elizabeth Wakefield, come out of that shower. Um, But I assumed that Ned and Alice would have an ensuite. Oh, yeah. I would have thought they'd have more than one bathroom. Yeah. Like, in their giant mansion. They definitely do, with all their stairs and their... Weird house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're tiles. Some of those stairs lead to showers, I know. Yeah. <laughs> those tiles have to go somewhere yeah. besides the kitchen. <laughs> Spanish tiles. Except I seem to remember in later books, and now I can't trust my memory about anything okay. anymore, but I have to have the Mandy <laughs> Daddy business. But anyway, oh um, I thought that they had a bathroom, that they shared a bathroom. Like they had a bathroom between their they rooms, do, don't yeah. they? 
They do, you're right. So that's their bathroom. So surely they must have like a general one for guests. Yeah. What does Stephen use? Anyway, thinking too much about the Wakefield bathrooms. Yeah, moving uh, on. <laughs> so they have a party. Yes. And Elizabeth is the centre of attention. Yeah, like the party's a hit and everyone's having the crack except for... Well, Jess. Jessica, because she's running around refilling her gross onion dip and <laughs> looking after everyone and making sure they have enough ice and all that stuff. And there's an amazing bit where there's a uh, provocative, flirtatious laugh coming from the circle of, bo- of boys. That's, That's my laugh! <laughs> she whispered, confused! Oh. Thing is, like, I've heard my laugh a lot, especially since doing this podcast. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, but I don't think I'd recognize it if no, somebody was like else, yeah. doing a sort of hideous hooting it's <laughs> like that's my cackle yeah. <laughs> how dare they <laughs> well I suppose Jess Jess is more uh, more in tune with herself mm. and uh, Ooh, also Elizabeth's wearing a green a very revealing green bikini she wore a green mini dress is green like evil Elizabeth colour oh maybe that's like her theme <laughs> yeah god let's look out for this yeah. as it goes on with her many new ensembles <laughs> Uh, poor old Jess is going around with a dip. Um, Mandy is there, by the way. Yeah, making a party. show of us. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Mandy. <laughs> Glad you're not going to show up. Again. Well, who knows? Well, look, we, can, we can't actually say that. Yeah. And I was like, she will not turn up at this point. I can tell you that much. <laughs> She's going to end up like, being like the main character in some later, book. It's the Mandy show. Yeah. <laughs> some book we've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, je- uh, even she's Jess is even jealous of uh, well, sort of of Mandy because like even Winston isn't paying any attention to Jess now. Yeah, and she kind of always had Winston like in, in her back pocket as like someone that would always have a crush on her, and now he's just like yeah, whatever. I've got um, my Mandy, American Mandy Farmer <laughs> <laughs> project on Wales. Yeah. Um, and then as the party goes on, it just seems to be like incredibly such an incredibly weird and awkward party that literally all the boys are hanging around Elizabeth all the girls are sort of glaring at her (laughs) Um, and uh, nobody is nobody else everybody else has sort of noticed this yeah it just seems really awkward and yet the party's a huge hit it's a hit even though it's literally like a bunch of lads in a circle around (laughs) Elizabeth while everybody else stands there and stares yeah just Uh, Frown, at, frowning into their onion dip. And at one stage, Cara makes a crack about Liz being the colour Miss Butterfly of the Year. Yeah. But Jess is defensive. Because, you know, she can say things about... In fairness to her, she can say things about Liz, but she doesn't let her... But no one else can. Um, and uh, then Jessica is struck by a terrible thought. <laughs> Elizabeth had somehow turned into her. Oh my God. Jessica! She was even out Jessicaing her. It couldn't happen. It must not be allowed to happen. Very ominous. If she's Jessica, she agonised, then who am I? Oh. <laughs> she's having a proper like existential crisis. She, she really is. <laughs> and it's like by the end of the party, everyone was looking at Jessica and Elizabeth and whispering. Everything knew Ooh. something was wrong. Everyone except Elizabeth. She chattered on brilliantly and unknowingly until the last. Everything about this seems incredibly weird and awkward. So awkward. Deeply there's, unpleasant. Yeah. Like. There's also a great bit where uh, when Cara is kind of giving out a bit about Elizabeth and uh 
she's kind of like reassuring Jess that, you know, oh, you're always so great at parties and you're a marvellous dancer. And it's like, calm down, Cara, Jessica said, then sighed. Usually she liked Cara telling her how terrific she was. <laughs> but tonight she had other things on her mind. It's like, what kind of friendship is that? Well, it's just like, tell me how amazing I am. But now I grow weary of you. Yeah. <laughs> Be gone. <laughs> no more tonight. Oh, God. Um, so the party finally ends. And oh, God. Jessica's pissed off because uh, of the way things have gone but then Liz is like oh I've got a headache I feel a bit woozy yeah she kind of cracks out the old headaches a good bit to yep. get out of stuff because everyone's like oh no a headache you better go lie down oh god <laughs> and then she scampers up the stairs yeah, there's nothing wrong with her no and poor poor Jessica is both annoyed and traumatised mm. so the chapter ends with is it possible has Elizabeth turned into me <laughs> It is. I mean, yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, she keeps talking to herself again in yeah. the beginning of the next kind chapter. Of a, a theme with her for this one. She's got a lot of soliloquies mm. going on. She at least acknowledges that she sounds like she's going Lula, though, because she's like, I'm coming so unglued that I'm actually talking to myself. Well, like, yes. You've done it, it for quite a while. <laughs> in fairness, I work from home and I think I talk to myself all the time. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling sort of sympathy with her. Okay, fair um, enough. And actually, I feel sympathy with her because she genuinely is worried about Liz. Yeah, she knows something's wrong, but she can't really. She doesn't want to worry her parents, and she doesn't want. She doesn't really have anyone to talk. Yeah, to about it. So, um, she's uh, she she's she's tormented by the fact that she was always so selfish, and now Elizabeth is being selfish, and it's terrible. Um, and Elizabeth's kind of uh, kind of kind of not quite bitchy to her, but is saying things like, thanks to you, I'm living in the fast lane. <laughs> and just <laughs> going out for for more partying. Yeah, so. she's just like, she's all kind of snappy and stuff with her as well because she comes in in foul humour, I think, that day as well. And she's like, if all you're going to do is stare with me, take your face someplace else. Yeah. <laughs> and then, she, she's got some snappy comebacks. She sure does. Um, so poor Jess is feeling very isolated. And then there's news that they are having guests. Yeah. The Percy twins. Like, apparently, the Percys are like friends of Ned and Alice's. Old and pals. Like, really? Okay. But uh, yeah, so the Percys are going to be in Europe for a few weeks for some kind of computer conference. Like, it's so vague. It's like, <laughs> Every, Europe? Your computer conference? Okay. Where is it? Is it <laughs> Poland? So, is it is it uh, Dublin? <laughs> Who knows? Could be like, anywhere. The France? Anywhere. This computer is not, conference. Does not narrow it down in the slightest. I know. Um, and yeah, their 12-year-old twins are coming to stay. Yeah. And Liz is like, a broken leg would be more fun than babysitting those two little twerps. <laughs> <laughs> strong words, Liz. They are strong words. And then they turn up and they're like the kids in The Shining. Oh, absolutely. Kids from The Shining. And like, quite intentionally, I think. Yeah, oh, they must be like. Yeah. Uh, actually, the stuff with the Percy twins is kind of amusing. Like it, intentionally amusing. Yeah, yeah. It is actually quite funny. It actually is. Um, there's... um. Yeah, like Elizabeth and Jessica have never actually met them before. But when they turn up, it's like, the twins were fragile, dark-haired girls with large brown eyes set in small, solemn faces. <laughs> like, oh, God. Daddy! Daddy! away! <laughs> Come play with us, Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> and they're wearing identical grey jumpers, which mm. I think is in the American sense. It's sort of like a pinny. Oh, okay. I was wondering, I was like, where are their pants? I know. Because it's like, they're wearing jumpers and blouses. Like, Dude, a doll duck. <laughs> Nothing from the waist down. <laughs> no, I think a jumper, I know it's not what we would call okay. a jumper. I think it is a sort of like a pinny. Okay. Could be wrong. American readers tell us exactly what a yeah, jumper is. Yeah, or listeners. Uh, 
Once again, we're just wildly speculating. Yes, <laughs> ignorantly. So Liz fucks off and um, Jess has to, uh, basically has to look after the twins. Yeah, and it's kind of gas because it's like, the tw- like, the Wakefields have never met these twins before. Ned and Alice are like, oh, they're going to come stay with us. And the first night that the girls arrive, Ned and Alice are like, all right, see you. We're going playing bridge. Yeah, bridge. They just bail on the I'd evening. Say your bridge game, you terrible people. Oh, look, like, you've agreed to look after these kids. And they're just like Leave them leaving with, as soon with as they With your arrive. teenagers, one of which has been in a car crash a few yeah. weeks ago. It's kind of weird. But uh, yeah, Le- Jess does not want to look after the kids no. because... She's got a date with the tiny co- Stouffer and his car with reclining seats. Ooh, that was his Trans Am. Was it like a red Trans Am, yeah. I think, from the last book? Well, apparently, like, don't all cars have reclining seats? Oh, yeah. Like, they're not all, like, rigid <laughs> chairs. <Yeah. laughs> but anyway, Jess is like, did I ever tell you about the front seat in Daddy's car? It slides back and reclines and... I probably don't have to draw you a picture, do I? Ooh. No, you don't, because I've seen a car. <laughs> 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 so when you're... Do, you know, planning to like have some car dry humping time. It's just, this is all her plans are being foiled. And uh, there's a really disgusting bit where she said, well, Jess is glad she lost two pounds because, quote, Danny wouldn't want to put his arms around a blimpo. Oh, it's so gross. Nerd nothing from Powerplay. Literally nothing. Nothing at all. My God. Um, so uh, yeah Liz Liz has, doesn't she, care yeah she just kind of like Jessica's getting ready for the date with Danny and Liz just kind of sneakily bails and doesn't tell her so she's just gone yeah when Jessica comes downstairs she's like okay I guess you're going to hang out with Liz for the evening and, and they're just like, like and they're really scared because no. they're only 12 they're just a bit sort of like they're in a what yeah they're, Where? In, they're in a new house they don't they're know these abandoned. girls <laughs> like, terrible babysitters Ned yeah. and Alice so uh, yeah poor old um for old Jess, uh, she tries to get rid of them and um, tries to, you know, she comes up with all sorts of schemes, but really she can't do anything. And yeah. she's actually, she's not going to leave them on the road. No. She actually does show she, responsibility. She does, yeah. But um, when daddy arrives, uh, they're being stared at. They, they, he's he's <laughs> He starts getting off with her basically in the living room. Mm. And... Uh, Daddy Stauffer knew how to kiss a boy better than any boy Ooh. knew how to kiss a boy. Maybe he does. <laughs> maybe he does, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Well, we don't see if it gets yeah. <laughs> Or do we? I don't oh, know. Oh, maybe he comes up back. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm not making any claims anymore. <laughs> we but... just can't say that anymore at no. all. <laughs> but he knows how to kiss a girl better mm. than any boy Jessica ever dated. Um, so she's getting off with him, but then he looks over her shoulder and sees the twins staring, yeah, at, them. staring at them. It's like, okay, creepily, you're not creepy at all. And uh, then Jess has to go, ah, oh, there's been a really funny thing has happened. Yeah, funny story. Yeah, they're coming with us to the drive-in. <laughs> and uh, she's, uh, Daddy isn't pleased. He's like, I told you what I had planned for the night. But she says she'll make it up to him any way you want. Mm. So, but it doesn't go to plan. Because the next thing we know, Three hours later, Jessica's back. Yes, three misery-filled hours later, mm, yeah. in fact. And uh, the twins have had a great time, but Jessica has not. Yeah, not so much. Because the little twins did not behave. <laughs> no, she's like, what did she say? Those two little jerks are about as quiet as a disco on Saturday night. They did nothing but talk and eat from the time we left this house. Danny spent an absolute fortune on pizza, soda and popcorn for them. It is kind of a hilarious image that they're having this date in the background. There's and these two twins kids. stuffing their faces with popcorn and pizza. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, 
<laughs> so poor Jessica is uh, really annoyed, but her parents are like, you know, Liz has the right to have a good time, yeah. but you were responsible. And uh, Jess is all like, responsibility could get in the way of having a good time. Uh, true. Well, yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> fair. Life lessons right there for you. Yes. Um, and just when Jess is feeling very resentful, Liz has a nightmare. This is actually real, I think. Yeah, this is like her faking. fake headaches. Yeah. So, Jess feels guilty. Um, and uh, Liz basically is still sort of acting up, but Alice hasn't noticed the the change. Yeah. Um, Liz, Jess wants to talk to her, but you know, she clear, wants to talk to to Liz. Jess wants to talk to Alice yes. about Liz, and when it make, Alice makes it clear that like they haven't noticed Liz is turning into a Jessica. Yeah, she doesn't want to worry her. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to stress him out. I suppose. Yeah, but uh, meanwhile, we find out that Liz has got even more Jessica like because she's avoiding Todd, she's avoiding Enid, mm. and she's going to bunk off a test by pretending she has a headache. Yeah, and uh, she even wants to talk to Lila. About a Pi Beta Alpha meeting. That's <gasps> right. She's suddenly interested in the dumb sorority that she never used to care about. I know. And actually, another listener, Laura McGee, tells us that she has been informed that some high schools in California do have sororities. What? Yeah. There you go. Huh. We're learning so much. Wow, this is educational. It really is. Oh my God. <laughs> Basically, everything we thought we knew was wrong. Yes. <laughs> um, and really, everything we thought we knew was wrong is because Jess is so shaken by all of this that she even feels sorry for Enid and asks Enid to come along and join her and Liz at the Dairy Burger. Yeah, it's so funny that Jessica suddenly like realises what empathy is. And she's suddenly <laughs> like, oh... Now I start to feel bad for people. What is this feeling? <laughs> and sadly, it's incredibly short-lived because oh, she's a fucking maniac in the next book. So yeah, it's not... because she's kind of... She, yeah, she's talking to Enid and she's like, Jessica would have enjoyed telling her to get lost a month ago. For some reason, she felt sympathy for Enid now. <laughs> what like, are these human emotions? Does compute? <laughs> Um, but meanwhile, Liz is flirting with Ken. Yeah, Ken, who has a girlfriend. Susan Stewart. Susan Stewart. And she does turn up later. She's the one who's... Do you remember that one? She's the one who has been brought up by her aunt, who is clearly oh, not her yes. aunt. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, she's going out with, with, with Ken. Mm. But Ta- Liz is flirting with Ken yeah. in front of them. Yeah, like Susan for her and Todd. And Todd, yeah, she's just hitting on everyone's boyfriend basically in front of them. And it's like, wow, reel it in a bit, Liz. And she has to go to the guidance counselor who's worried about her grades. Yeah, she's kind of failing everything at school. She doesn't give a shit. No, she's off the rails. Yeah. But she makes excuses and she's like, oh, I feel a bit sick. Do these spells. And then she flirts with Winston. Oh, yeah. And sort of manipulates him. Oh, into like giving her. His term paper? Yeah, his history essay on the Punic Wars. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> and then she decides to do something terrible. She uses her powers in the eyes and ears column for evil. She does. You're right. So uh, she's she's a bit late handing it in. And then uh, she finally... She finally knows what to do. She writes, Who is that tall, dark and handsome stranger Susan Stewart has been dating lately? And does KM know about it? It would be a shame to see this flame flicker out. (sighs) Elizabeth. It's such a bitchy move. I know, it's so (laughs) evil. Yeah. And and meanwhile, Todd is is miserable. He's, He's playing basketball 
Wizard Wilkins, <laughs> they called him. <laughs> Good God. But um, he's not whizzing. No, he's, he's kind of, his skills have left him because he's so miserable. Yeah, they're playing so Big Misa. Yeah, yeah, it's crunch time, you guys. <laughs> and he sees, um, he sees that he sees Liz in the crowd next to Ken because Susan Stewart's like babysitting or something. Oh uh, yeah, it's like, I, why do I feel like Liz somehow had something to do with that? <laughs> like yes. she like, managed to make Susan have to babysit for some reason. Yeah, she probably like caused an accident. Yeah. <laughs> that somebody, she yeah. had to like, oh no, they need you to look after their baby. She's just gone full on devious. Um, and this, and Todd is playing badly, and the Sweet Valley fans are such. They, but they boo him. Yes. It's so shitty. My notes just say, what a bunch of pricks. Yeah. <laughs> Which could be the case of the sweet body. I mean, that would apply in any book, really. Yeah, <laughs> probably. the student body. But yeah, it's such bad form, like booing your, own your team. team. Like, oh, they're awful. Yeah. And then a big Mesa player taunts Todd and he attacks him. And he gets sent off. Yeah, like Todd will beat the <laughs> shit out of you at the drop of a hat. He's just like when he beat Rick Andover. He did. Fucking Rick knew all about it. <laughs> yeah, so don't get on Todd's bad side. No, and the coach is like, what's up? Um, and Todd realises that just as he today acted out of character, mm. so too did Liz uh-huh. act out of character. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, there's that, something that, really wrong. That's it's not, not my Liz. Yes. Um... And meanwhile, Jess is stressed out because literally all the girls at school hate Liz. She even tried to flirt with George in the Dairy Burger. Oh my God. <laughs> with Enid sitting there. How cringe. And um, Mr. Collins then gives out to Liz for putting the fake column, the fake item in her column. And when she makes excuses for it, he has a brilliant line. He says, I thought you and I were never going to dish each other applesauce. I love that so much. And actually, I remember a while ago, I looked that up and I think applesauce in that context is like slang from the 20s. <gasps> so old-timey gangsters. This old-timey gangster stuff is happening. Oh, like. well, we're going to dish each other applesauce, <laughs> see? <laughs> Come on, toots. But he boots her off the paper. Yeah, she gets the sack. Yep. It's like, shit's getting real. Serves her right. Does. But she doesn't care. She's defiant, in fact. <laughs> she is. And it's not the only trouble she's in. Because the guidance counsellor has uh, called her parents because of um, her cheating on Winston's paper. That's Yeah, she kind of handed in Winston's paper, changed around a few bits and just kind of passed it off as her own. And it's like, like, okay, how was that going to work? That is shit (laughs) cheating. So someone is going to Mr. Collins for guidance, but it's Jess. Yeah. And he thinks it's Liz at first. Um, And uh, poor Jess is just like, I can't take it anymore. And Mr. Collins is like, well, you know, just you can't really do anything. You just got to keep it either. See, he gives sensible advice. He does. Oh, Mr. Collins, you're such a conundrum. Like, yeah. He doesn't actually really do anything inappropriate most of the time. No. But it's just I mean, his he constant... Did, he didn't manhandle Todd in the last one. Oh, in a, a hospital. Weird. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. Sorry, I take it back. <laughs> it I take odd. it back. But like, yeah, it's like there's a lot of weird implied stuff or something Yeah, it's true. Really, he, he just needs to keep his distance. Yeah, he really does. Um, Stop going to their birthday parties. Yes. For and what element does... <laughs> That was the worst. Yeah, that was weird. That was <laughs> okay, one of uh, the things I like about this book, I genuinely do like, is Todd and Jess kind of get a bit of a bond. They kind of team up a little bit, don't yeah. they? It's quite cute. And they kind of seem to sort of like each other. Yeah. Like they're sitting outside the Wakefield's house and Jess is horrified that the the boys are treating her as a buddy. Oh, she's Emily. Jessica Wakefield, a buddy. <laughs> Heaven for Fend. Oh, she's not impressed. It's so funny. It's like, unless they want to have sex with me, this is terrible. Yeah, I can have no male friends ever, <laughs> yeah. ever, ever, ever. But then Liz comes, arrives at the house and 
It's in shocking style. That's right, yeah. She turns up on Max Dellen from the droids. She's driving his motorbike. Yes! Who even knew he had one? Well, there you go. Mm. Yeah. And uh, she's one's inside to change because she's going to go off with them again. Yeah, they're going to the beach or something. And Jess is really worried about Liz and is also like when her parents, quite realistically, like when her parents find out they're going to kill Jess. Yeah. Yeah. Letting her off. And Todd follows the bike in his Datsun. Yep. And he literally kidnaps Liz. Pretty much. Yeah, they stop at a red light and he just kind of like grabs her off the bike (laughs) and like hauls her into the car. (laughs) And uh, she doesn't, she won't talk to him. And, um, says like oh, you and Jess are both the same spoiled my fun and she he takes her home and him and Jess have another little bonding moment yeah um, but Jess has another challenge because her parents want her to do something for them they want her to take the twins to an audition yeah, again, like, Ned and Alice have agreed to look after these kids and then they're just never around. Yes. Like, they're why did you agree to them? <laughs> and it's an audition, but what's it an audition for? We never find out. No, it's like, they play the flute. We know yeah. that they have the fl- like, flute cases with them and they're going to audition to play the flute, but like... Is it for an orchestra? To for what a school? end? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why? Why? Um, Jess has plans to go to the beach with Daddy. He's still around. Yeah, and at this stage, it's like, you know, Jess can have plans. She can go to the beach. Like, let her do that. Yeah, I mean, like, oh... So, yeah. Ned yeah. and Alice are shit, shit parents. The worst. Uh, and shit babysitters. Yeah. So Don't leave your kids with Ned and Alice. <laughs> no. They will just be out of there. Yeah. <laughs> they are bad news. Yeah. Um, so Jess is like, okay, well, I'll be able to get the kids to the audition um, and then get back in get time back to in meet time. Danny for the beach. Yeah. But then she has to wait five hours yeah. at the audition that location. That unrealistic. What the hell? What are they auditioning for? Yeah. Um, and then on the way back she gets a, a speeding ticket and then when she gets to the beach Danny's with another girl oh he's got his armour and some girl in a white bikini it's yeah like, that's what to be Jess's kind of signature move yeah kind of is <laughs> and then they uh, they finally get to um, it's quite a good bit where they uh, well quite a funny bit where the, when she stopped by the, the cop for speeding um Jessica's like on the edge when he says you put your little sisters in jeopardy and she's like these are not my sisters as anyone with half an eye could tell she's so affronted <laughs> and then finally she's leaving the beach and she's on a really terrible day and then she crashes into someone's fender and bursts Aww, into tears and yeah. I actually I feel bad for her yeah. she's had such a shit day I know we've all had days like that yeah. my notes just say poor Jess Aww, Never thought like an actual her. sincere poor Jess yeah you. then we come to the next social event in Sweet mm. Valley. And oh it's... God, it is just... <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Please tell us about this event. Okay. So, Lila Fowler is throwing a party mm-hmm. uh, and apparently Lila never gave a party without a theme. Mm. Like, doesn't ring true really I think all. she's already had one without a theme. But so, anyway. yeah. And this time, she had combined two of her old favourites. The kids were told to come in costume mm. and without a date to a pickup party. <sighs> So apparently that means everybody came single and picked up whomever they could. <laughs> a lot of girls in Sweet Valley who thought they were going steady found themselves without boyfriends after one of Lila's pickup bashes. And a lot of girls who wanted to get rid of guys did so that same night. Like, 
What? What the fuck? Is she basically <laughs> organizing like an orgy in her house or something? <laughs> or oh, it's sort of like a wife swapping party. Where, like, where is George Fowler and all that? <laughs> I mean, to each their own, whatever. But it seems like a really weird thing for about a 16 year old yeah. to organize. A lot yeah. of pressure. All these poor kids going like. in a bowl kind I've of got, situation. Yeah, like, I've got to take part in this. I don't oh, want to. Yeah. My notes just say, what is wrong with these people? Yeah. <laughs> They're children. I know. And Liz uh, has persuaded her parents to let them go, even though she's grounded, because her grounding was just no dates. And it's like, oh, but this isn't a date. Yeah. If if that's what no, if that's what like grounding that's meant, not... my parents, any grounding would have been completely irrelevant to me when I was sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if it's oh, only God. no dates, but you can do anything else then yeah. I'd have been very happy. And she's grounded. Oh yeah, she's grounded because they found out that she'd cheated on the Yeah, paper, exactly. Yeah, 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 so, and I think her general sort of, she's, I don't know if they know she's, she's been kicked off of, the Oracle. Oh yeah, but they kind of know, I guess she's, she's failing stuff in school and it's, yeah. it's not on. But Jessica is told to look after her sister. And yes. Jessica's like, oh, oh it's booze. <laughs> and then they both dress as matadors. amazing. <laughs> I wish that had been the cover. Yes. Their oh my matador god! Matador outfit. That would have been such a good cover. Yeah, it would. Um, oh. So they're dressed identically, but they have different color accessories. Yeah, Elizabeth is the matador in red. Oh, and Jessica's were green. Oh, see, oh, they should have yeah. they should have swapped them. Consistency. Because green is her evil color. So they turn up and uh, Liz flirts with everybody. So they all know. Oh, that's obviously Liz because that's how she rolls these yeah. days. And even Lila's annoyed. Um, oh, and we find out that Lila has Spanish tiles too. That's right. She's, maybe um, Alice decorated the Fowler Mansion. Oh, no. good point. It yeah. is her trademark motif. It's true. So there's an amazing part where Je- Elizabeth is dancing. But she just, she spun madly among, across the Spanish tiles. And she's literally just spinning round and round and round. <laughs> and she spins into Todd. But she's like, no thanks, Todd. Yeah, it's like she's dancing with everyone except Todd. And she's basically. just spinning. She's spinning once more, moving happily and swiftly, smiling at each boy as she passed. Oh, God. Once again, she was in somebody's arms. Hello, Jessica. Bruce Patman said. <gasps> oh, my God. <sighs> So he, uh, she starts flirting yeah. with him again. She lets him think that she's Jessica as well. She doesn't actually correct him. Yeah, and we've already been told everyone knows that the yeah. Master Lord Red is Liz. Ugh, well, yeah. Bruce hasn't been paying attention. <laughs> yes. But anyway, he's loving it. And Elizabeth, Elizabeth laughs wildly. <laughs> she sounds insane. <laughs> like she's literally spinning round and round. Like, oh my God. Like, I don't know. Like, and she's making herself dizzy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then she realizes that it's Liz, and she's like, "Ha ha ha ha! ha. I fooled you!" Um, and is flirting, and then when he asks her a drink, asks her, "Does she want a drink?" And she's like, "Sure. What do you have?" And he's got like a hip flask, and she's mm. glugging away. Yeah. Several sw- quick slugs. Bruce has to grab it back, and says, "Hey, take it easy." Oh my god. And then Wait. she's back at the dance floor. <laughs> she's dancing around and Bruce is watching her from behind the palms. Oh, Bruce, what are you doing? <laughs> the mental image, good Lord. Oh, God. Um, and then he, he he sort of lures her back into the palms and thinks, well, 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 thought Bruce. So you're in my power, huh? <laughs> oh, God. Well, Just indeed. hiding behind some plants. Oh, so... They uh, well, he kisses her, yeah, yeah, and, and they're uh, he kind of can't believe his luck, I think, because obviously Elizabeth was always like, 
get out of my face. Like yeah, she never had any time for him at all. So now he's like, this is amazing. And Liz is snogging him. Jessica tries to pull her away. And yeah. Liz is like, oh, you're so silly. Mm. And um, Lila witnesses this and says, my pickup parties surprise even me sometimes. <laughs> I don't say, oh, Lila, you glorious bitch. She is a glorious bitch. She sounds like just like a brothel madam at the top of the stairs, like fanning herself. <laughs> like, oh, my like girls. Surveying the scene. Yes. Oh, she's amazing. So uh, poor, uh, poor poor Jess is really worried. But um, and she, she realizes this is what parties must have been like. For, for Liz. For Liz, yeah. She's really getting a taste of romance. In the old book. days. And meanwhile, Bruce and, Je- and Liz are engaging in some insane sort of banter where it's like, um, what would you like to do, says Bruce? Anything you want. <laughs> and then, really? Sure, Bruce, honey. Bruce laughed with abandon. <laughs> laughed with them. They're just unhinged, just laughing away <laughs> in the corner <laughs> behind <laughs> some trees. <laughs> so he invites her down to his dad's club. Oh, yeah. On the beach. On the Is beach. it the caravan club? Last heard of the last book? Uh, oh, is it like a, a, pri- a country club type of fancy thing? Probably. Oh. I don't know. It's probably a fancy thing rather than the caravan, I would yeah. say. But then, no, a bunch of, of kids, uh, like, they go with a bunch of other kids oh, yeah. down to the club and Todd uh, goes down to the beach. Oh, yeah, Jessica kind of sends him after them, I think. Cause she's yeah, like, yeah, she does. She tells him. And she's a bit panicky. It's like, go sort it out, Todd. Yes. So, um, she's, uh, she, she's, she, Bruce can't believe his luck. Yeah. And he parks one Bruce one by the club. <laughs> And says they can party in the car. And she's, she's like, but I want some wine. Wine makes me feel so good. <laughs> she's like, what the? Have they ever even had wine before? No. Like, it, hasn't, it hasn't come up. No. Like. And then he says, I've got enough wine right here in the car to make you feel very good, sweet Liz. Oh, God. And she's like, oh, I like that. Sweet Liz, that's me. And then I had a brainwave. You know, I was talking about my casting idea before. Ooh. I thought oh. Amy Poehler. Yeah. Sweet Liz. Oh my God. Sweet D. Yes. Kate Olsen. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? It would be amazing. Oh God, I love her so much. I know. <laughs> For those who don't know, Kate Olsen plays Sweet D, Deandra Reynolds in Always Sunny, It's Always Sunny in, Sweet, in Philadelphia and she is possibly the greatest comic She's actress so on television. I love how you always said It's Always Sunny in Sweet Valley. It is always sunny. <laughs> Oh my god, crossover. <laughs> this just makes so much sense. Oh my lord. So yeah, sweet Liz, sweet D. Oh I really, really, really I need it. I, I want need it in my life. I want to see it. <laughs> and that fits in with my idea of it being people. I think I think she's about my age. I'm forty two, so I think she's, you know, early forties. So yeah. it would it would work with my idea of it totally being like forty something yeah. playing everybody. So <laughs> Her and Paul Rudd as Bruce. Oh my God. I oh my God, though. No, no, it doesn't fit in with, with obviously Always Sunny casting. Mm. How did we not think? <gasps> Bruce Dennis. is Dennis. He actually is. Oh my God. <laughs> you can't see our faces right now, but we are just revelation. staring at each other at this astonishing revelation. Oh my Lord. Oh my God, my Shit, mind is blown. Perfect. Oh my Glenn Harrison playing Bruce. Like I can't believe I, you didn't I, think of it before. That could not be topped. No, he's the implication and everything. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh my god! Oh, I actually feel faint now. Whoa. That's, that's such a ama- oh. need to lie down. How did we not think of this before? <laughs> oh, I, and I wouldn't have it if it wasn't for Sweet Liz. Made me think of Sweet D, and then it was like a oh my god, a but, brain and like, Bruce even thinks it would take just a little more to drink. 
And a little, a little more, more time. time. Oh, he is Dennis. He actually is. It's the Dennis he's method. planning this. Oh my God, he's so awful. Oh and God. then he's like, as soon as the gang gets into the club, I'll take uh, care of more than your neck. Ooh. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. And he's like, have some more wine, my sweet Liz. Oh, and so he then, Liz greedily drank <laughs> down the warm wine. It's like a vampire or something. Yeah. It's very uh, odd. Yeah, but then Todd arrives on the scene. Oh, the, with his trademark style, he pulls open the door of the car and punches Bruce in the face. Yay! <laughs> That's like Todd Justice. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> Just punching Bruce. It's so good. Dart punch. Um, and then he manhandles Liz out and she's like basically passing out. Yeah. Um, so that goes, she's married, yeah. What happened to her party, Bruce? And then she, she's dumped in Todd's car and he's like, Todd, you know, Todd, you're getting to be a real party pooper. She slurred just before she passed out. She is shit-faced. She really is. Where she greedily <laughs> glugged out that wine. So I don't know how yeah. much she, she I also drank. don't know uh, how they got her past Ned and Alice. Or, you know, I guess absent parents. Yeah, they're probably Maybe that was no big deal, actually. They're out playing bridge. <laughs> yeah. And then there is a genuinely kind of great scene next. So it's the next day, I presume. Yeah. And... Uh, Ned and Alice maybe it's a couple of days later because they were annoyed that she didn't tell that they that she didn't tell them that she got a speeding, speeding ticket tickets, on Saturday yeah and uh, they're giving out to her and Jess is really really upset she's really just, feeling hard done by and I actually think, she feels very convincing yeah like I felt sorry for her and then the twins come in and they're kind of amazing the little twins yeah they defend her they do they kind of stick up for her and kind of Make up some stuff about how oh she couldn't have been going that fast yeah because those those speed guns make mistake and yeah um, and they get car sick if they go too fast and, and all this and, and they like, were oh, fine. fine and they're like oh, okay Ned Alice is like I think you and I may have overreacted Ned so the twins have saved her bacon and uh, they have a kind of sweet scene where they apologize for being for causing her so much trouble yeah and she's like well I'm sorry I yelled at you so much and they're like oh that's all right. Then our flute teacher yells at us a lot, and then they said that they had a great time uh, with Jess looking after them. And said, "Boy, going to a real drive-in with making out and everything." Like it's her like, and Danny were just going to town on each other in front of these little kids. It's like <laughs> maybe it was in another car, oh, but no, probably I, not. Unlikely. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it is quite a genuinely amusing scene. It is, and, and it's quite charming. Jessica busts out her old-timey gangsterness as well. Oh yeah, she does. Because the twins are like, nobody ever takes us places like that. Said Joan. Wait till we tell the kids. Listen, you two, Jessica said. Cool it, see? You weren't supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, you can't go wrong with it most of the time. You can't oh, justice either. So much. <laughs> uh, and then Bill Chase comes into play. Well, yeah. He's, uh, this is a bit of foreshadowing for the next book. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of just set up really, isn't it? So he, he wants to ask Liz out. But he asks Todd first. Because he's like, is it really over between you and Liz? Yeah. But like, if they're kind of friends, it's like, maybe don't. Like, do it straight away ask yeah, his like ex-girlfriend who like, just was in a crash yeah. but anyway Todd is quite noble it's just like yeah well she can go out she can do what she wants yeah. Yeah. and Liz wants Bill to take her out surfing but he's like oh that was too dangerous and um, so she says she'll go out with them but literally two seconds later she meets Bruce yeah and Bruce calls her a little wild cat <laughs> yeah you like the idea of two guys fighting over you don't you <laughs> so now he's, he's gone from old timey gangster to a sort of Mr. Rochester figure like, yeah, you're a little wild cat <laughs> I'll break you yet yeah 
<laughs> but yeah, so she kind of makes a date with Bruce for the same night, like literally five minutes later. Yep, and then Bill turns up to try and co- like to to uh, to collect uh, to collect Liz her. for their date. And but she's gone. She's gone with Bruce, and so Jess pretends. Well, Jess answers the door, and she's like, "Oh no, it's me. Um, I'll go get her." And then changes. But yeah, because she thinks she's over at Enid's house. So when she rings up Enid. And obviously Liz isn't there. Then she's like, I'll take the date for myself. So she just like <laughs> puts on Liz's clothes. Like she goes back to devious Jess kind of. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, fair folks. Like, she, like she's been pushed to this point. She's like, uh, fuck this, I'm going to have some fun. <laughs> and I, will we save the outfit for the outfit? We'll save that because it is actually yeah. pretty good. Uh, so meanwhile, Jess, Bill is going off with what he thinks is Liz. Elizabeth, but it's actually Jessica. Yeah. But uh, Bruce has taken Liz to his pool house. Yeah. And he wants to go um, skinny dipping. Oh yeah, I didn't bring my suit. Who needs a suit? <laughs> oh, and then, and then they're, they're like snogging in a deck chair and Bruce starts coming on too strong. Oh, that sounds really uncomfortable, doesn't it? In a deck yeah, chair? Yeah, it's all like, yeah. hard, like you think you're worried it'll collapse. Yeah. <laughs> Any time. It's a timber get, poking in your you side. You get your fingers trapped in it or something. Oh, disaster. Um, but then we get the B word again. I thought that only appeared oh in my the God, previous right. book. Yes. Yeah. Bruce, he lets a hand slide lightly onto her breast. (gasps) But actually, she's into it. She is, yeah. But I mean, she's not herself. No. So, so Elizabeth couldn't see his triumphant smile and didn't know he planned to gloat about his victory over the girl who had always snubbed him. That is a pure Dennis from Always Sunny. Yeah. This is just writing itself. So (laughs) evil. It really is. And I can just see Dennis. Um, And then he's like, I'll show you what love is all about. Just the two of us. She's like, oh, I do want to. Mm -hmm. So she's kissing him back passionately. But as we know, she's not herself. Yeah. And he's like, he's afraid she'll change her mind. Never had a conquest. Seems so important to him. You are so gross, Bruce. He's going to get worse. He's going to get worse. Now he's, I mean, he's, um, he heads off downstairs to get more wine, isn't that it? Yeah, because I don't think they've had any wine so far. She's actually sober, but, um, Uh, but then she's... Uh, but mean, he's, he's left her upstairs like in the master bedroom and then gone yeah. downstairs for wine. So yes. Like, okay, where is this going? Yeah, no. Um, it is a bit the implication. <laughs> and meanwhile, Jess is on the beach with Bill and we find out that he once turned her down mm. when she asked him out at a Sadie Hawkins Sadie dance. Hawkins which I didn't know what that was for ages, but apparently it's a thing where girls, girls are allowed... To ask the guy to uh. dance. Yeah, you always see it in like American sitcoms and stuff. Yeah. Like the Sadie Hawkins dance. It's, it's like, like, oh, okay. Is that, okay. Is that the only time girls are allowed to ask boys? <laughs> yeah. Very strange. What are the rules to this thing? Oh my god! I'm sure Speed Valley has some sort of codex like oh, all the rules of all yeah. this crazy shit. Um, so Bill and Jessica are on the beach, and mm. Bill—it's <laughs> kind of amazing. Bill, Jess is like, "Oh, but I'm—I'm I'm sure you—you you, you really prefer my sister to me." And he's like, "No, don't even like her." <laughs> I think you do, Jessica insisted. Oh it would be impossible, said Bill. Jesus, yeah, and she's kind of she's literally just doing this out of some kind of misplaced revenge because he turned her down for the Sadie Hawkins ages thing ago. ages ago, yeah. and she's just like holding a grudge, really. Yeah. I guess. So I she's know. Like, I'm gonna fuck with him now. <laughs> and meanwhile, Liz is starting to get a bit freaked out. Bruce isn't there; is there? And she's like, "Oh, I need Bruce. Bruce will make me feel good again." Yeah. And she gets up off the bed, and starts looking for him, but then she trips. She does, and she hits her head against and a heavy wooden table. <gasps> and when she wakes up, she's like. Did I buy a bigger bed? She doesn't know. She doesn't remember anything. She doesn't know where she is. She's back to her old self. What's going on? Because that's how 
brain injuries work. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so sorry, Lisa. Give you, yeah, sorry. We just apologize on behalf of everybody involved in making this book for this incredibly oh inaccurate depiction of what happens after somebody has an acquired yeah. brain injury. And apparently the cure was just like whack yourself just in the head. Whack your head off like a yeah. So she turns on table. she turns on the light and she's like, What the hell is happening? And Bruce appears in the doorway going, Miss me, baby. <laughs> oh Bruce. Okay, the thing is, this is actually a really gross scene, but yet I like I I I hope it isn't too upsetting for anybody, but oh, yeah. I can't help finding the whole Bruce thing, yeah, amusing and its terribleness. I know, so yeah. I am kind of torn, but I could I, <laughs> everything about it is oh, so just, he's awful. It is so awful. So he's all like, she's like, oh, playing. He's playing games. Huh? Have a slug of this. Very sophisticated attitude to ride. There's always glugs. Glugs. Slugs. Very, there's so much for the old Patman sophistication. Yeah, the old Patman charm. Mm. And uh, she's like, how did I get here? You got lucky, Liz. Yeah, he thinks that she's just kind of playing her to get or kind of like playing with him and messing and stuff. Whereas she's actually like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. And then it, he gets really sinister. He's like, oh, you led me on. Oh, you've been coming on to me all week. Don't deny it. You came here willingly. And uh, and then he's sort of menacing and he blocks her way. Mm, she tries to get out and he just blocks the door. And he's like, you're going to give me what I want, what I promised. And then he uh, he grabs her wrists and then he uses his old timey uh, gangster words for evil. No. He says, I've got real strong hands, Liz. From Tennessee. <laughs> no, it's like oh. it's still funny, but it's good. <laughs> no. Oh, no, it's so wrong. Why is he using them for evil? Oh, Bruce, you monster. And then he's like, oh, you give me what I want. I'll tell this whole, thi- this whole thing all over school. You want that? What would all your friends think of you then? And then Liz is awesome. Yeah. She's genuinely awesome. She bites him. Yeah. And then she gives this Really brilliant speech. She's like, she literally says, uh, "Oh, is this what all your you know big stories about romance are about? It's just you taking advantage of of girls yeah. who like don't know what they're doing or are too drunk to care." He's like, "You want to tell this story all over? Go ahead, because I've got one to tell too, and you won't look very good at it. You're a coward, Bruce Batman. It's pretty badass, like Bravo, Liz. I mean, absolutely. Don't often say this, but that is it's cool. usually shut up, Liz. But in this case, yes, bravo. bravo. <laughs> so she runs out, and who does she meet? It's Todd. Oh, it's Todd. He's just been standing around on the beach being sad in the moonlight. Just like, gone down to the beach for now and mope. Why is he there? (laughs) Moping away. And then he realises, Liz, back to herself. Yay. It's you, Liz. It's really you. Those beautiful sea-coloured eyes that the ones he knew. (laughs) And then uh, he's like, oh, but, you know, I saw you on the beach. Oh, yeah, he had to see... He'd seen... He'd seen Jessica and But he thought it was Liz. Ken. No, oh, Bill. Ken, sorry, Bill. Oh, so many blonde boys. No, yeah, they're all blending into one. They're all very boring. Blonde jocks. Yeah. And then they realise, oh, 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 it's Jessica. Ah. So I guess that's have, fine. They have a little laugh and um, Liz realises that Jessica is out for revenge on Bill, but she doesn't really care. <laughs> she's, she's like, like yeah whatever not oh, my problem well, so she gets off with Todd yeah. at the end for them but there's an amazing final scene oh it's so good Bill and Jessica are in the moonlight and Liz Jessica is like tell me again I love you and not my sister never I couldn't possibly love anyone but you and then he goes on about what's special about Very you your smile blah blah, yeah. blah 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 and then the last one is Jessica smiled that you do love Jessica Wakefield, Phil, because that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
what the hell? Oh my god, I love it so much. It's She's so just, stupid. It's so dumb. It's amazing. Uh, uh, do you want to read the tagline that okay, leads yes. us into the Sorry, next episode? Our setup for book number eight is: Is Bill Chase caught in Jessica's trap? <gasps> Find out in Sweet Valley High number eight. Heartbreaker. Da, da, da. Oh and actually, I realise Heartbreaker is one word yeah, here, but, but on the cover, two words on the cover, it's of the next book. It's two. Consistency, you guys. <sighs> Consistency. Anyway, um, so that is Dear Sister. It's a wild ride. It was quite the roller coaster. Really, it revelations, was. all kinds of stuff. Sensation, old timey <laughs> gangster talk used for good, used for evil. Oh, wow. Revelations about our perfect casting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so do you have some stats? I do. Okay. okay. Yeah. So the blue green eyes, mm-hmm. six mentions. Oh. That's that's quite a leap it from is, the last yeah. few, and the Wakefield blondness yeah. gets eight mentions. Wow! Yeah, these are kind of high. I there think it's be- just because Liz is being so weird or something. Oh, yeah, they've, they've got, got some describing <laughs> of her. Um, <laughs> then, like the twins in general are called beautiful twelve times, oh. which is overkill. Oh, come on! Come on. <laughs> and like, honestly, I actually don't even know if that includes the blurb on the back. Oh, because it's beautiful young Elizabeth Wakefield. I actually don't think that includes that. That at all. is her most important characteristic. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so it's really important. Here. Wow, so that's that's got to back up. I'm 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 pleased with that. Yeah. I've been a bit disappointed by the low levels of some episodes. Um, or outfits. Uh, there was really just one. I mean, the matador is amazing. Yes, but uh, but they didn't really give us enough detail. Yeah, right, they just from, like, laid that to our imagination. It's yeah, just, it's matadors. I know, and it's pretty good in our imaginations yes. too. In fairness, very true. But um. When Jessica tricks Bill, she dresses in Elizabeth's clothes and it's quite the choice she's made for her outfit. Oh, my Lord. So uh, five minutes later, she surveyed the transformation. She was wearing Elizabeth's flowered peasant skirt and ruffled blouse. (gasps) Ruffled blouse. So, yeah, she's basically gone as a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Dalton as an old timey barmaid. Yeah, like, she was like dressed as like the Edwardian, Edwardian, Edwardian barmaid, ghost woman or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. just yeah. And again, like just so fussy and like you're in California. You go to the beach. What are you, Why doing? you in a Peasant skirt, fucking ruffled blouse <laughs> and a long skirt. Like just no. I it. know. Terrible. I know. It's insane. But um, oh, we've also got Jessica in the number one hundred and thirty-seven. Oh, there are a lot of them in this one. There's, I noticed them myself. Are, there's three. Mm. So we've got. Oh yeah, I was just wondering if Todd seen you in that nightgown. I bet it'd raise his temperature about one hundred and thirty-seven degrees. Whoa. Well, yeah, he'd be dead. But well, actually, yeah, mm. probably. Um. And then Jessica's uh, giving out because Elizabeth is flirting at everyone at the party. So she's like, why, she's doing at least 137 things that I usually do. <gasps> yeah. oh, the boots on the other foot now, <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> she does not like that. No. Then when Jessica is trying to convince Liz to like ditch Bruce at the party, uh, it's like, but you hate him, Lizzie. Who told you that? You did. 137 times. Oh, wait, that's Elizabeth saying that. <gasps> Or is it? No, hang on. I'm confused. <laughs> it's a confusing book. It is confusing. Everyone oh keeps my god, that would be for the... each other. And now I'm doing it too. Yeah, well, it's in the spirit. It's in the spirit of the book of the text. <laughs> no, sorry, it is Jessica saying it. Okay, my bad. Okay, yeah. So 137 times she told him how much she hated Bruce. That is a lot. But yeah, so she's kind of stuck to the 137. Yeah, I think that's when it sort of it's it's, stu- it's settled it's a bit. Established she was all just, over the place. I was like 437, 837, and then it's went yeah. to 37. Calm but, down, Jessica. Yeah. Take it easy. <sighs> well, I'm, I'm breathless. I know. God, I, after that, that yeah. was a long one. I've just looked, and we have been 
it's been over an hour. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, wrap this up. There's, we should. Um, well, thank you so much to everybody who's listened. Uh, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify. Yeah, on uh, Stitcher. Yeah, anywhere. Or you can listen to us on um on the Headstuff website. Yes. Um, and we, you can follow us on Twitter at SVH Podcast. And we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network. And you can follow the network on at HS Pod Network um, or This Headstuff. And you can get in touch with us by email as well. Yeah, svhpodcast at gmail.com. And so please do let us know your thoughts. If you have any more revelations, you want yeah. to show us some more Spanish tiles. <laughs> if there's any other Americanisms you can explain to us, we'd be delighted. Oh, well, there's still, we have so much to learn. So as, questions. as I yeah. think you know. But um, thank you all for listening and tune in next week when, or next fortnight, I yeah. should say, when we'll be back with Sweet Valley High number eight, Heartbreaker. See you then. Thanks for listening. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.